Don't you go buying a big ticket item until you hear this podcast. Purchases like an RV, a boat, camping gear, scooters, kayaks, stand-up paddle boards, big popcorn machines, you know those old-fashioned ones, uh, big giant bouncy house for the kids in the yard, giant yard toys. Well, new startups are getting big funding. They're out to stop you from large purchases in life and instead get you access to them when you want them for a modest fee. Imagine Netflix for fun stuff in life. That's the concept. You pay a membership for some of these, and then you get a discounted rate to have the fun delivered right to your door. I'm Kurt the Cyber Guy, and I'm calling this podcast How to Rent Your Summer. And you just might want to when you hear how much you can get in the bucket of fun experiences in life without draining your wallet. This all started because, well, frankly, working in New York, the weather started turning great, and a senior producer came to me and said, Let's do something outside. I was like, okay, what? I don't know. So we went for it and we came up with this idea of, okay, what could, like the outrageous stuff, what could we get delivered? And we had a giant boat there. We had an RV there. We had an outdoor movie theater brought in. Uh, We had really cool things that are on demand, like flytographers, where you can suddenly have a photographer show up wherever you're traveling in the world, which was kind of cool. We did that. So I'm going to talk about these things. I'm going to dig into uh, a little bit why it's uh, it may be worth it for you to do this and when it's not worth it. There's a company out of Los Angeles called Joy Mode. CEO behind it is a guy named Joe Fernandez. He's already done quite well in this space. Um, and he's he's raised so far $16.7 million, according to Crunchbase. Uh, spoke with him briefly online. Uh, he didn't want to participate in our East Coast thing simply because I think they're LA-based now. Their intention is to go across the uh, uh, the rest of the planet, uh, starting with the U.S., but at the moment, he's not quite there. So uh, I can tell you, though, it's working for what he's doing. So they have this giant, fun warehouse. It's like Willy Wonka lets you into the factory uh, in downtown Los Angeles. And the goal there is that you join Joy Mode, and what happens is Suddenly, their their website opens up to you where instead of buying big ticket items, they bundle them together in many cases or just the item, and then they deliver them right to you for a modest price. For example, you know, really popular right now are those Irby scooters where you get a couple of them and, and they're very portable and they, they go for quite a long time without between charges. Well, <clears throat> rather than buy one, their idea is, hey, for 50 bucks, we're going to drop this off and you can have it for the whole weekend and then we'll come and pick it up. It really works out. And that bundle also would include, for example, like a little bag that will attach to the scooter to bring your junk with you and also the necessity of a helmet. So rather than go out and buy a helmet just for this uh, experience, you'd be able to get it all delivered at once. They have these optional add-ons like a GoPro camera that you can attach to it um, or the things that I think are obnoxious and, and not real big Snapchat spectacles that give you that uh, virtual experience. Anyway, um, you get about 20 miles on a charge for the Irby scooter, but Joy Mode also would deliver, for example, you want to throw a brunch, they're going to deliver everything you need from the waffle iron to the dishes to the mixing bowls to the uh, cool way to put your entire brunch together. You want to throw a pool party, you click on that, it's a really popular item. And for $45, they're going to drop off a giant swan float, a donut pool float, uh, a bunch of those noodles, uh, electric air pump to get them all going, and a cool Bluetooth speaker 
to enjoy the tunes outside for 45 bucks for the entire weekend. That's the idea behind this. Why, when we are moving into a direction where fewer people are living in bigger homes and instead, rather than going out to the suburbs of big cities, they're sticking into the, the urban part of the city and becoming part of that community and, and living on a much lower footprint, much smaller footprint. So it makes sense now because where are you going to keep all this junk? Well, you, that's the whole goal behind companies like Joy Mode is that why would you buy a very expensive driveway spray washer when you could just get one for us for a fraction of the price for the, the amount of time you need it over the weekend to do your weekend chores? Um, they're the same ones that offer the backyard movie night. So what they deliver when you get that one is this ginormous movie screen, a projector, the uh, home theater speaker system, one of those really cool old-fashioned retro popcorn machines. Um, they give you the popcorn. They give you the bags, uh, like if you're at your own movie theater. They give you the table to put the projector on. They give you the lounge chair. You get four of those. They give you uh, beach blankets, four of those to put out in the backyard. And then suddenly you're throwing a backyard movie night with your friends for how much? 95 bucks for the whole weekend. So it starts to make sense when you look at, okay, am I willing to pay $95 to rent this experience for the weekend, knowing I probably am not going to use an outdoor home theater projector and a movie screen all that much, nor do I have a place to put it. You should see my garage. It is uh, one of those things that's sort of laughable. Not that I'm a pack rat, but I just have, I get, I like really good quality stuff. So when I get it, I keep it and I I think it should last. If I can find something that'll last your life, I will keep it. I buy a bicycle. It's going to be the bicycle I have for a really long time. I'm not the guy that will go out and have to get the latest, greatest bicycle. I'll believe in what I bought for quite a long time. Anyway, so Joy Mode is the name of that one. Renting your whole summer could come from them. From inflatable paddle boards, uh, throwing your brunch, giant games for the backyard, uh, big game tables like ping pong tables. You can jump into all the categories that they have. Right now, just in Los Angeles, but expected to move across the country very, very rapidly uh, as, as they've already figured out that this is working in this peer-to-peer fashion where you can you can sign up and there's a market. There are people who believe that life is becoming less about purchasing things and more about a service industry that is attaching. I mean, think of Uber. Uber at some point is going to convince us that we should not own a car. Why would we own a car when it's just a few dollars to get from point A to point B? And they're really good at getting us there pretty fast. And then we have to deal with the insurance, the car payments, and all of those sort of things. And that's why you see a lot of these companies that otherwise are going to lose out in the future start investing in this direction. So that's a big uh, key right there. Um, Really cool. We went and uh, I, I featured them before. And I just love this idea. I don't want to buy a giant boat. I don't want a yacht. Why would I do that? Why would I spend a, a couple million dollars on a phenomenal boat when I can just charter one or I could just rent one? You know, I'm a captain, so I actually know how to to pilot uh, up to a 100-ton vessel. Very few people know that about me. Also quite adept at changing the oil on GM 892 TI Detroit diesel engines down in the bilge. 30-some-odd gallons, one time spilled it. That was a nightmare cleanup. That's another story. That's another podcast. But the fact is, why deal with all the troubles of having 
these big items that require such maintenance when you've got a ton of people out there that are willing now to share what they have for what would be usually lower than what you and I in the past have been able to charter or rent one for. Get a Boat is one of the startups that I really like. I think uh, they're hanging on so far and they have really good penetration uh, globally. Let me try to pull up their site because I was just looking at what the current rentals are. And I, I, I'm i in the LA area, I work in New York, and then uh, I grew up in the Tampa Bay area of Florida, where uh, right there, there's all kinds of, I mean, it was a boater's paradise right there. Get My Boat is actually what it's called, getmyboat.com. They also have an app. And uh, you can put in the region that you're at, uh, wherever you're going, or if wherever you live, you can get jet skis, stand-up paddle boards, uh, catamarans, giant, giant vessels that come with a captain. You can go without a captain. And these are individuals willing to charter their own boats or rent their own boats. I saw, um, I used to keep a Sea-Doo, which is that personal, like motorcycle on the water kind of thing, like a jet ski, uh, in the Tampa Bay area for a while. And now I miss it. So, oh man, for about a hundred bucks, I can get one that's not in that rental pool. That's actually a really good fast one because I'm aggressive on the water. That um, guy's going to deliver it. It's going to be the next time I visit my mom. I'm going to try it out. Why not? It's also like this 58-foot motor yacht. You want to have a party in Seattle, Washington? This thing is breathtaking. It kicks. It's a kickback in time. And for $125 an hour, you and six friends can go out and have a blast on this. What would that have cost otherwise? This was built in 1933. And uh, it's from a tugboat company uh, made it. And I'm staring at this just magnificent boat that would make like selfies come alive like nobody's business. Um, When we did the segment in New York recently, a really cool guy brought a J24 out, a real fast sailboat. Kind of looks funny in midtown Manhattan to have a giant sailboat sitting in our uh, plaza. But um, an example that no matter where you are, on the planet, whether you're traveling or whether you're just in your own neighborhood, these things are accessible at prices that are really compelling. And uh, I think you meet interesting people along the way. I I met a really cool guy who also showed up uh, recently. Uh, Rick was his name. He's an RV owner. He has this just pristine black Airstream interstate RV. So it's kind of smaller, but it is beautiful. It has like every refined stitch is done perfectly in these swivel chairs inside. And, and I'll post a, a link to it in the, in the pictures there. But just listen to his impression. As an owner of an RV, what this is doing to open up the world to both RV owners and also those who just want to get out without spending a lot of money. Yeah, I just was curious as an owner of an RV, I thought initially like, wow, I'm sort of giving my giant pride and joy to some complete stranger. How does that work for you? Well, there's an element of fear, but I think the key is for any owner, just take the time, um, evaluate the, what the, the client wants to do, and spend time with them on the phone, have them test drive the rig, and if you're comfortable with them, let them go. If you're not, ask them to find another alternative. So there have been times, I'm sure, that you had to say, ah, eh, it doesn't feel quite right. What, what it was the key indicator there? Uh, it, it rarely happens, but the, the two times that I've turned down a renter was because they struggled driving the rig. So I think, you know, given the amount of money it is worth, 
uh, we both kind of agreed. The, the two people were uncomfortable driving it. I was uncomfortable renting it to them, so we just parted amicably. It was fine. Why did you buy an RV to begin with? I always camped growing up, and I loved it. And I think, uh, for me, it was my kids are spending much too much time on the phone, and I'd rather get their heads out of their phones, up, and looking at what's going on in the world. So the RV helps us get out, um, get to some campsites, get to some of the national parks, and it's, it's the way to go. And why did you decide this one, and then why did you decide to get into these rental programs, and is it working out financially? Yeah, um, it is a side business. It's, if you're an RV owner, and they typically spend a lot of time just sitting around, it's a good way to monetize it. Uh, and frankly, um, the, the money we get from the renters helps us keep the, the rig in good shape and allows us to enjoy it when we want to take our vacations. So it's a... It's, it's, uh, all right, so when we go inside, what do we see? So um, working front to back, it's a, it's a nice Mercedes. It's just on a Sprinter chassis. It's a Turbo 6, so it drives really nice. Two TVs, it's got a bathroom, outdoor shower. The back bench turns into a queen-size bed. I put a really nice sound system and a subwoofer into it so people can enjoy their tunes. Kids can put a Xbox on it, all their gaming. Um, Outside, I could have a uh, the propane can connect right to the grill, so you don't have to worry about that. Um, you can see the awning with the LED lights, uh, and it is a ton of fun. You can't beat it. Cool. And for this ride, it would cost me about eleven hundred bucks for a three-day weekend. Yeah, I typically ask for a three-day commitment, uh, around three hundred fifty to four hundred dollars. But the reality is, is I think most owners evaluate every request and provide custom quotes. When I was a kid, my uncle and aunt took me with their kids or my cousins to Fort Wilderness in Orlando, Florida, which is part of the Magic Kingdom. And I just thought to myself, this is about as much fun as I have ever had because we just plugged in and everything was there. And I think today, like, could I really tap into outdoorsy, rent some giant luxury coach that has enough for, say, six of us or the family, and would I end up saving money, do you think? I, I think you will. I, I think you could pack uh, a bunch of close friends and family into a big RV, a big rig, go where you want, and actually do save money compared to trying to do the hotel thing in a, a high-end resort. And you talk about wanting to get your kids out of the technology and the phones and into life. Is it working out? What happens when they actually go out? It's interesting. I'll let them, when we're on the road for long drives, I'll let them play their Xbox and games and, and stay on their, their screens. Uh, but when we're camping, it's phones down and having fun with the family. Awesome. Rick, thanks so much. Appreciate it. Pleasure meeting you. So, so nice. You know, what's interesting is 11 and a half months of the year, RVs are usually sitting around. And according to Outdoorsy, over 17 million RVs in North America sits unused 350 days out of the year. It's about understanding what is being utilized in your life that's a big ticket item and why do you own it? Because you know that story. You buy that giant boat, you buy that big ticket item, and you, unless it's an investment that's going up in value, you go, okay, happiest day of my life day, I got it. Happiest day of my second happiest day day, I sold it. So in between, you can find people that really have pride of ownership, keep up uh, their RV or their boat in really good shape, and now are willing to meet somebody like you who can take care of it when they rent it. And, you know, it's a process of, of getting to know somebody. Um, as you heard from Rick, I mean, if you're, you're not going to rent to everybody. There's only been two people that he said no to with his uh, stellar RV. And I'll tell you, like, if that were mine, I'd be really careful about who drove it to. Um, 
RVs are there and we have the boats that are there. We have a trend in, in a lot of equipment that's going on. So Joy Mode does the equipment fun kind of thing. And then they theme it in, in these bundles. But the fact is there have been a lot of startups that simply are not working that have tried to, for example, get you and I to list our bicycles and a few other things uh, that we may own at home and then network them in so that people could, could catch up with them. There's simply not enough funding behind a lot of these companies to get us to the point where you have enough volume to where it makes sense as a business. So they're falling by the wayside. So, But it's interesting to watch this space in the market because as a consumer, man, there's some really cool things we can get a hold of. And at the same time, there's also a lot of side money that can be made as a business uh, when you're renting your stuff to people. And the, the idea of joy mode, should this continue to go in the traction that it's going, they're going to do really well. And you're going to see other startups come in uh, to, to chomp on their business as well. Um, if you've got some stuff that you found that you'd like to talk about or you'd like me to talk about, man, I'd love to hear about it. I'm very curious. I love technology. And this is all I do. If you're listening for the first time, it's easy to subscribe for free. That way, each time I post a new podcast, you get notified and can listen anytime you want. Take a moment to share the Cyber Guy Report with your friends and family, even if they don't like you. Because if you do, they really will love you. I promise. I'm full of it. But you know that's true, too. The Cyber Guy Report started with one TV station, now airs across America on Fox News Channel, beginning weekday mornings with Fox and Friends and on the Fox Business Network on shows like Mornings with Maria, Varney and Company, and Making Money with Charles Payne. The latest reports can be found online at cyberguy.com. You can follow me on Instagram at Kurt the Cyber Guy. Facebook is Cyber Guy Official. And on Twitter, uh, reach out and give me a complaint or compliment. That'd be rare. Handle there is Cyber Guy. Holler at me anytime you want. Thanks for listening. Cyber.